Hello and welcome to the Manly McManly Show. I'm McManly. And of course, today we're talking about the number one thing that's important to everyone around the world. Masculinity and how it's being crushed by the postmodern Marxists. All right, we've got our first caller on the line. Hey, you're on the McManly Show with Mr. McManly. All right, who am I speaking with? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is, this is Dale from, uh, from Green Lakes. And, uh, I, I had some questions I just want to ask you. All right, man, go ahead. Give it to us. We're going to give you the manliest possible answer. All right, so, uh, I was, was having sex with this woman and, ooh, ooh, ooh. I, why'd, why'd you make that noise? Oh, I'm sorry you're gay, brother. Wait, what? Having sex with a woman, both the gayest thing a man can do. I, what? No, it's a fact. Having premarital contact with vaginal juices goes right to your brain. Makes you pussy whipped. Next thing you know, the woman has all the control. That's the secret to women. They control things with their pussy juices. Gets in your penis, goes to your brain. I'm sorry to say it, but it's already, the estrogen from the pussy juices is already making you super gay. Wait, I, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I misheard you. Did, you. did you say having sex with a woman is the, the gayest thing a man can do? Oh, yeah. No, hands down. Gayest thing. I... What? If that's, if that's what's gay, what, what, do I, what do I do to be a straight, manly man? Okay, I'm glad you asked that, brother. Let's go over it. Okay, first thing you're going to do... Start gonna start doing some CrossFit, okay? Get as muscly and buff as you can. You want to make sure all the guys at the gym are super impressed, super impressed with your muscles and your bulge. That's the first step to being straight. I wait, really? Oh yeah, yeah. And you're gonna need to buy as many fancy cars as possible and be super rich and loaded. These these are the ultimate signs of manliness. This is how you escape the matrix. You you escape. The Matrix with material goods? A hundred percent. Okay, so once you've got the car, you've got the sweet drip, you've got the, and you've got, and you've impressed all the men in your, in your social circle. That's the straightest thing you can do. The straightest thing I can do is impress all the men I know with my body and cars? A hundred percent. Straightest thing you can do. That's, that's, that's straighter than having sex with a, with a, with a woman, that that doesn't seem that doesn't seem right. What what do I what do I do when I want to have sex if I not not have sex with a woman? Well, first of all, to have sex, you gotta get married to the woman first because you can't have sex with a woman until she's your property. It's the only way. But this, I don't know if this this is sounding a little bit weird. I don't I don't know if I that's see right there right there that's just the pussy juices. Going to your brain, making you gay. These questions you're asking me now, super gay questions. I don't, I don't think this is how any of this, any of this works. See, see, you had sex with a woman, pussy, vaginal juices going right to your brain. And now you don't even know what masculine is. Uh, well, well, what do I do? Well, first of all, you're going to do everything I said on the list. Go and find yourself a good CrossFit gym. Find yourself some good muscly brothers. Oil each other up. Maybe do some wrestling. And then you're going to do CrossFit for several hours. And next thing you know, you find some good virgin Christian girl to, to, 
to get married and and finally have sex with. Well, what if I want to have sex with someone before I get married? Oh, you can just well, you know that's what that's what gym hand jobs are for. I'm sorry, what? You know, gym hand jobs from your from your homies. Okay, this this sounds very gay. See, well, it sounds like you're saying that it's less gay to have sex with men than women, and I don't, I don't, I think that's, I don't know where you're going with this. It's, I'm sorry, caller, I can't touch you anymore. Obviously, the estrogen from the vag- vaginal juices has gone straight to your brain, and you are no longer thinking like a straight, straight bro. Okay, all right, my advice to you: try and do a detox, get as much of those vaginal juices out of your brain as you can. All right. All right, we're going we're gonna to cut to a commercial here for my new supplement. And then I'm going to talk to you about the benefits of eating liver. Oh, raw liver. All right. This is the Manly McManly Show, and we'll be right Welcome to the show. Hello, and welcome back to Ruben and Cut. This is Ruben. Today, today I'm talking about, it's a little bit about the gender war that's going on. Now, to be clear, it's stupid, but all right. So here's the deal. Basically, the argument I'm going to be putting forward to you today is that people on the right, the right wing, so to speak, the manosphere types, the Jordan Petersons, the Andrew Tates, these people are deliberately trying to push forward confusion on what it means to be equal in society. And they want to distort this concept to to essentially convince you that hierarchy is good and we shouldn't worry about people who don't fit in. Many of them will make genetic arguments. Actually, what Jordan Peterson does with women is borderline a eugenics argument. He believes that things are genetically, uh, that there is a certain amount, the concept is there is a certain amount of hierarchy to our society based on our genetics. Men and women have different genetics, therefore men and women are meant for different roles in society, regardless of where the outliers in the system might land. Meaning, essentially, if you don't fit into these prescribed roles, you will not be doing well in any society that is created based on this hierarchy or concept of specific roles, which would be the opposite of equality. Now, I do have some clips to show you. Well, not show you. You're going to hear them. But... uh, but the thing is, you know what? We're gonna start. We're gonna start someplace stupid. We're gonna start someplace really stupid. This is a stand-up comedian whose name I don't. Jeff Die is what his hash his his little at symbol on YouTube Shorts. And it starts off. I'll be honest, man. Which is you know, 
how every moron, what, what every moron thinks they're doing when they open their mouth, being honest. So let's hear this clip. It's short. I might not even listen to the whole thing. Men, men and women aren't equal. I'm sorry if that hurts your little stupid ears. <laughs> we're not. We're not equal. Because equal means the word same. We're not the same. In fact, that's my favorite thing about a woman, is that she's not a dude. <laughs> Quit pretending we're the same. I don't walk around, I could have a baby if they'd let me. I can't. <laughs> People try to make it, oh, we, 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 are, we're equal, we're the, I want it to be equalized. No, you don't. When any one of you got a babysitter tonight, how many of you picked a dude? <laughs> None of you. Not because you're sexist, but because you're not dumb. Because <laughs> the baby would fall off the balcony and... You'd be like, why was the baby on the balcony? He's like, I don't know, I came out to smoke. And, <laughs> and that's the clip. That's the whole clip. So, the stand-up comedian, to be fair, he's a stand-up comedian. He doesn't actually have to be smart or know things. He just has to say things that kind of sound like jokes. And those things kind of sounded like jokes. I mean, they're jokes that rely on incredibly stupid premises. Like, oh, you got a, you got a woman to watch your child because a man would be out smoking and they'd fall off the balcony. And the th so first of all, do you think all men smoke cigarettes? The prescription here for males is, is bad. <laughs> like, men can watch babies. I don't know, like, clearly this is a self-report. This man should not be watching any babies. I have to assume with a made-up scenario that's specific, he once let a baby drop off a balcony. Uh, I have to assume it. Otherwise, I'd have to be like, oh yeah, when the fuck did you ever hear about anything that stupid ever happening? Normally, every time I've heard, in, every time I've seen a news report involving a baby going off a balcony, it's because the man threw it off a balcony. Uh, but that's not related to this concept. The other thing he says is, oh, I can't get pregnant, therefore we're not equal. Okay, so this is meaningless. This is actually the key point of distortion on the concept of equality. And I'm just going to spill it out for you here. In America, in a society based on freedom and democracy, when we say that all people are created equal, we're not talking about the fact that men can lift more. That's, that's not the conversation. That's meaningless. That's literally meaningless. We're not talking about the fact that women can have babies and men can't, although trans men can. That's, that's not the conversation. That's not the point. That's not the definition of what we mean when we say, where all Americans are created equal. Do, do you think that's what we mean? Do you, do you think that's what the American ideal means? Buddy, dude, fucking read a book. You think that's what we mean when we're talking about equality? Let's hear from one of the worst people uh, who recently got arrested. 
you are upset and the reason you are arguing is not because you disagree with what we're saying it's because you're triggered and you think we are saying women have no value absolutely incorrect female life is more valuable than male life That's i true. will tell you right now us men are if someone comes now. in this door with a gun we are prepared to die to protect you we would die on the titanic so the women could live if we talk about five men dying in a car crash no big deal if you talk about five women dying in a car crash it's a big deal female life is super valuable and you are super valuable members of society and you have something very very important to do you are so important and so valuable that men will lead protect and care and provide for you you're so important that we'll go put ourselves on the line and take all the responsibility of ensuring your safety when we say we are leading we are not demor i'm not trying to degrade females I know you get, you get triggered instantly because you live in a Western society where you feel like that's an insult. We're not trying to insult you. We're saying that it's a man's job to lead. It is a man's job to lead a, a relationship because it's his job to protect and provide. Reason you. So if you didn't catch Andrew Tate almost saying the quiet part out loud, which was women have something very important to do. Um, let me point it out. Let me tell you what Andrew Tate's quiet part of that conversation is um he needs to have babies because this this is the this is the thing right here the argument he is making for the value of women is the biological necessity of creating children which don't get me wrong makes people with wombs extremely valuable to humanity one might argue more valuable to than men however this value to society does not impact people's equality in a society what what Andrew Tate here is doing is making a biological, he doesn't understand, he, doesn't, he probably doesn't know he's making a biological argument, because let's be honest, Andrew Tate is a meat-headed piece of shit who I don't think has ever read a book in his entire goddamn life. Uh, that's not how anything works, though, in a free society, okay? He is describing a hierarchical system, a system where men are out in front and women are behind them so that they can pop out babies like a machine. Obviously, this society, this hierarchical system he is describing is a system where we are not equal. I thought I was, oh, that's, I had a Jordan Peterson clip, but I ended up not using it. Um, I ended up deciding not to use it. Uh, fuck, no, I should pull it up because everyone... The internet likes it when I shit on Jordan Peterson. I haven't, I have not, okay. I'm about to play a Jordan Peterson clip. I have not pre-watched this one. On the... average, men are more interested in things and women are more interested in people. And that's actually the biggest difference we know of psychologically between men and women. And even though men and women are quite similar, all things considered, the extremes make a difference. So you imagine that in order to become an engineer, you have to be extraordinarily interested in things rather than people. Well, most of those people are men. And if you want to become a nurse, well, then you have to be much more interested in people than you are in things. And most of those people are women. Okay, I had not, I had not watched that beforehand. And I actually was not certain how incredibly stupid the thing Jordan Peterson was going to say was actually going to be. Um,
like like he's prescribing how society should work based on his theory of men and women and the thing about that is that like okay well if that's true jordan peterson then shouldn't most religious leaders and politicians be women since those are jobs that are all about functioning with other people you, you see what i'm saying here men like men are more interested in things so all men should be doing engineering all men should be building cars fuck that i hate working on cars i mean i can uh, because i'm poor uh fun fact it, regardless of your gender if you are poor you will at some point learn how to repair at least one to three things on your car that's just a fact regardless of what what type of downstairs meat you got packing that's that's just a fact if you own a car and you're poor at some point you will have to learn how to you know fix something on it so Let's hear, let's hear another Jordan Peterson. As countries become more egalitarian, the differences between men and women grow. Men and women are basically alike in terms of personality, in terms of cognitive ability, in terms of leadership. Media depictions of men and women as fundamentally different perpetuate misconceptions, as does workplace bias. Oh, men and women actually are more the same than they are different. But the issue is, is that small differences at the population level can turn into very large differences at the extreme. So, for example, men and women are broadly similar with regards to aggression, although men tilt a little bit more towards aggression. If you picked a random person out of the population, male and female, and you guessed that the male was more aggressive, you'd be right 60% of the time. But if you take the one in a hundred most aggressive people, they're all male. And that's why the overwhelming proportion of people who are in prisons are male. Now, do you want to equalize that? Just out of curiosity? Uh, nobody knows, because we, we've, we've never done it yet. We do know. But we I know what's happened in it Scandinavia. But it's not fully got there yet. No, yet. but it's going in the opposite direction that everyone predicted, and strongly. You know, as countries become more... All right. Whew, there was a lot. This I actually was going to play a longer clip of this specific thing, but I didn't know if it actually illustrated the points I was trying to make specifically. But let's, let's actually... Uh, go over what we just heard so first of all this is two british people talking about equality so these are people who've lived in a country their whole lives where they don't even know what that fucking word means uh let's be real about 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 that the you you have a monarchy you don't you don't fucking know what this word means you fucking idiots why don't you why don't you get rid of your monarchy and we can go and we can actually start talking to you about what equality means you dumb british bitches uh well i mean you know Jordan Peterson's from Canada. <sighs> okay. So the problem, so Jordan makes a lot of claims here. First of all, his thing about, his thing about like small differences reaching extremes in terms of population, who cares? Women, he says, oh, as we go towards more equality, women are choosing more feminine roles. Who cares? That's, this is meaningless. This is meaningless. The argument they are having is meaningless in terms of actual equality. In terms of what equality means in America. And by the way, America actually doesn't need more equality. Where America needs more equity. In the larger interview, the woman brings up when when the 
when the host asks her about equality, she mentions equality of outcome. Now, equality of outcome, however, is not the same thing as equality. Equality of outcome actually would be better defined as equity. Um, making sure that people with different needs are able to function in spite of those different needs. This is a big deal in the uh, disability community where I work. Is That's what it's all about, helping those people find the support they need to function in society. And functioning in society is honestly more important than anything these dumb bitches are talking about. So what is... So I keep talking about how these people are getting equality wrong. What is equality? In America, when we say all people are created equal, what do we mean? Well, it's actually really simple. It's so simple that it's mind-boggling that this converse that these conversations are being allowed to happen to distort the meaning of equality. You see, because ultimately in America, when we say you have equality, that people are created equal. What we mean, we are not talking about their abilities, okay? We're taking abilities and we're putting those in a separate category, a separate category of you as an individual. When we say that you are created equal, we're not talking about the fact that men can lift more on average and that women produce babies. These aren't the things, we're not measuring what people can do. We're not measuring people's talents. We're not measuring people's skills. When we say that you, when we say that we are all equal, what we're saying when we say we are all equal in a free fucking society is that it is your life to live. Autonomy. When we say that you are equal, what we mean is that you have the same God-given right to decide how you want to live your life as the next motherfucker next to you. When Jordan Peterson goes on, oh, and Scandinavia, the women aren't going into STEM like we thought they would. Doesn't mean shit. What matters is, did the women get to decide that's what they wanted to do? That's the point of equality right there. Systems and problems. <sighs> the problematic systems that normally prevent women from being who they want to be is the problem. It ultimately comes down to what choices do the people have available to them that's the equality getting to make your own choices that's what defines it in our society now equity is a whole other conversation and i'm pro equity don't get me wrong but that's not what the right is trying to confuse you on the right wants you to get hung up on these gender differences and believe that they should somehow affect how we view the hierarchy of society. Except, ding, 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 this is a fucking democracy, you fascist dickbags. It's not meant to be about hierarchy. That's just not what it's meant to be. These appeals to hierarchy are something that would reduce the equality in our society.
And more disgustingly, when they bring it, when they try to make this a genetic argument, they are loosely using eugenics to justify a genetic hierarchy in our society. Because ultimately, that's what eugenics are. Eugenics are the idea that we should be judged based on our genetic traits. I know what a lot of you are thinking. Oh, I thought eugenics was when we killed all the people with disabilities. And yes, that's part of eugenics, but it's not the only part of eugenics. Eugenics is the concept that there is a natural hierarchy based on genetic superiority. This is the thing the Nazis believed in. This is the thing that the British believed in. When people invented IQ systems, you know what they did with it? They immediately set about trying to use IQ to determine who were the lesser beings. And therefore, you know, we didn't have to feel bad for imperializing the shit out of them. Britain used IQ tests to establish that Irish people had an average IQ of 68, which is mentally deficient, by the way, on IQ standards. Like that's literally in the range of back when they did these tests, they would have put you in a home. But of course, I mean, of course, there's lots of other problems with IQ tests. Uh, for starters, it's not really surprising the... Irish might have lower IQs than the British based on a system made by the British. You know, when, the, when you consider that Ireland was under almost a constant apartheid and that they would do th and they were constantly starving and Britain would move all their least environmentally friendly manufacturing jobs to Ireland specifically because they didn't want the pollution in England. These are the types of things that might knock some points off your IQ. But that's besides the point. We now understand that IQ actually is heavily influenced by things like nurture, but it's not just genetics, but also nurture and an environment. And also, you know, IQ tests might not actually measure anything because we're trying to measure something that's borderline unmeasurable and highly different from person to person. And the problem with these genetic arguments is, of course, is that they will always be oppressive to the outlier. Any deviation from the conformity of the hierarchy will essentially mean uh, that person's fucked. Whether that's because they don't gender conform, because they're a woman who would rather do science, it doesn't matter. In a system where genetic hierarchy is valued over autonomy, the people who don't fit in with the hierarchy will be the ones who are hurt. I don't give a shit what Jordan Peterson thinks about Scandinavia. Good for Scandinavian women's doing, living their lives the way they fucking want to. Jordan Peterson, in a hundred years from now, let's take a look at those fucking numbers. I mean, you'll be dead uh, probably because you drown in your own tears from your mental instability. Oh, I actually feel bad for making that joke. Like, I feel bad picking on Jordan Peterson. If he didn't suck so much, I would feel bad because he's clearly having a gigantic, like, I don't, like, mental breakdown, okay? Like, like I don't know if that all-meat diet's really working for you, Jordan. You cry all the time. It doesn't seem like... It might be making you more... The increased testosterone might be making you unstable, Jordan. You, you might want to slow down with that shit. 
Matt Walsh also makes a lot of these things, but I'm tired of talking about Matt Walsh because fuck that guy. But the reason I'm talking about this is actually because this is the distortion that is heavily going through the manosphere. Because the manosphere is putting forward the idea of men as part of a hierarchy and suggesting that, hey, you're not happy because you're not at the top of this hierarchy. And it's really unfortunate. Like, not only that, but if we follow through on these ideas that the manosphere are putting forward, that would look like shit. You don't want to live that way. Like, by these arguments... Like, shouldn't all office jobs be done by women? You know, since working in an office is almost entirely about how to navigate that social situation. And, you know, you don't have to lift anything. You sit at a desk and you do cubicle work. If we use this biological argument, then shouldn't all those jobs be women? Shouldn't all the men be in the engineering floor doing engineering and working with their hands? Shouldn't all the manual labor be men? Like, by these arguments, it would be a waste of a man's superior physical strength to work in a cubicle. That's a woman's job. You know, because she doesn't have these sweet guns. With these sweet guns, I need to be doing a manual labor job. Yeah, brother! I don't know why that turned into a, a wrestler thing at the end there. But the point is, is that it doesn't make sense. In a society where we all have the freedom to be whoever we want to be, then the muscle dude can work in the fucking cubicle. And, and like by your, by your biological argument, this is a waste of the man's potential. He is literally throwing away his genetic gifts just because he likes to sit down and have a coffee and like type up some emails. Does he go to the gym after work to stay in shape because he likes feeling muscular? Sure. But that doesn't need to be part of his job. Do you understand where I'm going with this? Do you see what I'm saying? These rigid hierarchical things are a real fucking problem. If you think you feel isolated and lonely and alienated now, wait until there's a goddamn hierarchy. Now, a lot of people like hierarchy because hierarchy is easy for people who feel empty inside. It's like, oh, I know my place in society because I'm a little bitch. And it, it, that's not an exaggeration, the little bitch part. If you believe in hierarchy, you believe that someone in society is a little bitch. Just that's that that's what that means. I'm not saying you can't be masculine. I'm not, I'm not here to attack masculinity. I mean, there is toxic masculinity. Actually, let's define toxic masculinity here for a minute, because a lot of people get confused in this because not all masculinity is toxic. OK, that's that's bizarre. First of all, you also understand have to understand that masculinity itself is a made up concept. Uh, we can prove this just by you know, measuring what masculinity looks like in different cultures. And guess what? It's not all the same. But the point is, is there's nothing really wrong with being masculine. The concept of toxic masculinity is when a person is changing or burying a part of themselves to fit in better with the masculine 
dichotomy. If your kid is sensitive and likes to write poetry, you should encourage that. Not be like, hey, man, that makes you a fucking pussy-ass bitch. Get back in the closet, you dumb kid. I, You know what's weird is I, I improvised that line just now, and when I said it, uh, I actually meant like a literal closet, like this was the type of... <laughs> his kid in the closet and then i was like well i guess it reads more homophobic i i don't i mean the dad in that scenario is not a good person so i i guess i guess either one of them works i you tell me which is more horrifying i bet straight people think the first, the way i meant it is more horrifying uh actually no that one is that is one more horrifying um either way i'm sorry i don't know why i was picking on straight people there for a minute i just wanted to um I hope I, I feel like I've made my point that we live in equal society. And by that, I mean that we all have the right to choose our own lives. They're not saying that part out loud, but that's what they're arguing for. They're arguing for women not being able to choose their own lives. And that's fucked. Before we leave today, I'm going to tear apart a Prager U video I haven't seen yet. And we're going to react to it here. This, uh, this video is, are men and women different? I feel like I've explained thoroughly enough why this will be stupid. Have you ever pushed a beach ball underwater? What happens? It pops right back up. Because of its nature, a beach ball will not stay submerged. Wow. Just immediately right in the gate. That's fucking... Like, the dishonesty right out of the gate is amazing here. Wow. Because of its nature, it won't, it will not stay submerged. No, bitch, that's physics. It actually has very little to do with the nature of the ball. The nature of the ball is that it's plastic. You put air in it, air doesn't want to sink, it pops up. It, wow. Wow, this is not an, when you use the word nature like this, the implication is meant to be that something is inherent to it. However, the, it's literally just physics. It's literally, wow. I assume this is a sign of how that language is going to be used later. The same is true for men and women. Okay, before he can, before this dumb shit who looks like he, uh, I mean, honestly, he looks like the type of person who just got out of conversion therapy and claims it works. Uh, is that mean? Is that homophobic to say that? I don't know. I'm just saying what he looks like. Um, he is a associate, this is Sean McDowell, Associate Professor of Theology and Philosophy at BioLaw U. Hold on, we gotta look that fucking place up. What is that? Bi Bio Biola University. Okay, let's see here. Private nonprofit four year. Let's see here. Bible Institute of Los Angeles is what that stands for. <laughs> oh, I'm sure this guy's really, really not biased. Each has a distinct nature that will always rise to the surface. That is a dumb fucking metaphor. That is, that is dumb as fuck. He is comparing an act of physics to human nature. What the fuck? Simply put, Men and women are different. They look different. They have different body parts, different biology, different hormones, 
they express emotions differently. Real quick, <clears throat> just real quick, I want to I want to specify something here. Um, he is using the terms man and woman, which are titles. Um, they don't actually refer to biology. He what he means is male and female. I'm just going to put that out there right now. If you're mad that I had a fellow pointing that out, I don't care. They have different needs and desires. Now, if you told that to your great grandmother who never went to college, never used an iPhone, never used social media, she would have asked, why are you telling me something so obvious? And the answer to that question is, is that this video's goal is to create gender confusion, not, not to clear it up. But if you said the same thing to a graduate student in sociology or anthropology, let alone gender studies, they'd say you were wrong. Men and women are basically the same. The okay, so I've already established why men and women are the same in our society. It's because of hierarchy. The goal of these things is to create pseudoscience. The goal of what Fraser you and these other people are trying to do is to create pseudoscience reasons for my men and women are not equal. The grad student would say sexuality exists on a spectrum. Not the same thing as gender. Sexuality on being on a spectrum, not related to gender. Gender is on a spectrum, which is they It's like it's like someone's confusing the 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 axes on on like a diagram. It's determined by people's internal feelings. They use the word feelings instead of perception there. Is perception technically related to feelings? Yes, but feelings makes it sound more wishy-washy. Oh, you're just your feelings. Ah. Never mind that these people will... Never mind the fact that these people will defer to intuition nine times out of ten when they really want to. Between Great Granny and the Gender Studies PhD, I'm going with Granny and her... I will not go with Granny. Um, the older generations, historically... Uh, were exposed to a shit ton of lead and had borderline no education. Her common sense. To believe that men and women are basically the same is to believe a delusion. Unless, of course, we're talking about equality in society, which is not based on this shit. A delusion is a belief that contradicts reality. You can say you're Napoleon, but that doesn't make you Napoleon. You can try to socialize... I'm beginning to think this is more about trans stuff than... He's making really transphobic arguments that don't matter. Girls into behaving like boys or boys into behaving like girls, but it won't work. You can push the beach ball underwater. So right there, right there, that's the problem. That's the problem. Okay, right there, fucking, like, this is the argument. This is the argument they're making. It's like, oh, the problem is that we're socializing our boys and girls into being men into being the opposite genders. We're socializing them to do it. No, you dumb pieces of shit. So it's just that cons gender constructs are so more amorphous that people aren't going to match them 100%. So you're going to have more feminine boys and more feminine and more masculine girls and, and then trans people and so on. You, the, the idea here that th these people are being socialized into it is problematic and we've it, it's you see because human beings are nurture and nature and the argument they want to put forward here is to ignore your nature because it's all nurture except for when we insist 
that this nurture is actually your true nature. They're arguing that nurture can overwhelm nature, except they're also arguing that it can't because the beach ball will pop right back up. That's a dumb metaphor. You're a dumb person. This is fucking stupid. But not for long. New York pediatrician George Lazarus tells the story of a couple who didn't want their young daughter to conform to the usual pink and blue stereotype. So they bought. I don't care. I don't care. You know where pink and blue came from? Literally marketing. Literally, it's a marketing thing. Literally, this part is nurture. Literally, it's the, the stereotype on blue and red happened because in early in the 20th century, someone was they they ran out. I forget what it was. They like ran out of the correct color. They, they were trying to they ran out of blue to make girls things. So they just made the girls things pink also because pink used to be the more masculine color. And then girls got really into pink. And blue became the boy color, even though for hundreds of years before that, blue was depicted as being very soft, while pink was closer to blood, therefore masculine. Did you know that the white part on the yin and yang is actually the masculine part of it? A lot of people think it's the black part, but the black part is actually the feminine part. Side note, the white part also stands for death because of tappity 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 tap cultural differences. Bought her a set of toy trucks. The father went to her room to check on her, and she told him to be quiet. The trucks were sleeping. A similar story about his twin daughters pretending their daddy truck was carrying the baby truck was told by the former president of Harvard University, Lawrence Summers. Meaningless. It's meaningless. This is not a study. This is not research. This is one case study of children being adorable. Look. I grew up playing with toy cars and action figures, but I also had baby dolls. Did I put a Superman cape on that baby and name him Super Baby? Yes, I did. But I was still playing with a baby doll. I still wanted to have tea parties. I was told, however, by a woman, by, a, by an older uh, cousin of mine, that that's not a thing boys do. But who the fuck cares? What, boys can't drink fucking tea? This is nonsense. This is nonsense. If your kid wants to play, if your kid wants to pretend something is something, they're going to do it. Okay? The, the goal is not to enforce what you think your child should be interested in. If your child wants to play with trucks, you'll give them trucks, whether they're a boy or a girl. If your kid wants to play with babies, you give them babies, regardless of whether they're a boy or a girl. Stop trying to choose for them, you dumb bitches. That's the real problem here. That's the real problem. People trying to choose for their kids. Just let your kid play with what they want to play with. <laughs> that going to anyways. Dumb bitches. Give a little boy a truck or just about any other object and sooner or later he will turn it into a weapon. That's reality. Believing delusions makes people say and do foolish self-destructive things. Everything you just heard is not science. It's not even a real argument. It's a base. This person is literally just making an this person is making an appeal to their own observations, which you can do, except that he's trying to extrapolate those observations onto the overall population. This is a bad art. This is completely anecdotal. And he's using it to make some very unhealthy prescriptions. 
Believing delusions makes people say and do foolish, self-destructive things. How would it be delusional if my kid wanted to play with a different gendered toy? Why are toys even gendered? It's fucking dumb. Just pull all the toys out. Kids will naturally gravitate to what they want to play with. This is asinine. Here's an example. If men and women are basically the same, they want the same things from sex, right? But this isn't true. Oh my God. Oh my God. I can't wait to hear what he says about this theology. <laughs> women tend to be far more selective about partners with whom they choose to be intimate. There are so many cultural reasons for this. So many cultural, so, so many cultural reasons for this. And this guy is just going to write it off like it means something inherently. Jesus Christ. That's female nature. Men Prove that. Prove that's an inherent trait and not a learned trait. There are so many cultural aspects to society as to why a woman would be that way to, to just hand wave them to paint your own dumb picture is stupid. I think I'm actually getting upset at this video because it's so fucking dumb. Men tend to be, shall we say, far less discerning. That's men. Yes and no. Yes and no. Yes and no. Some men are very picky. This is not this is not true. Some men are very picky. The reality is that people tend to respond to situations themselves. And lots of men will go for any women that will, you know, hook up with them. However, not all men do. Some men are demisexual. And even though they might struggle with that, I've met asexual men who aren't really interested in having sex with anyone. These people have very different sexual natures. Gay men have different sexual natures than straight men. There's some crossover into what they're in, in, into, you know, getting their dick sucked. All men love that, except for asexual ones. Sometimes, who knows? It's an individual thing. Male nature. Once, this was considered common sense. <sighs> so, like, it's distressing to hear... Even a theology professor make an appeal to common sense because common sense is literally meant to be the level of sense you have when you don't have an education. Nobody had to go to graduate school or do an academic study to figure it out. But How do you know that, man? How do you know that? Like, like li literally, you're just disregarding... All the study, all the research, all the information into these things. And you're just being like, no, grandma knows how it is. Ain't that right, grandma? Back in my day, we took different buses from the Negro. Okay, grandma, we're getting back. <laughs> grandma, someone take grandma back outside. Okay, we're not. We don't need that. If, that shit, if she says that shit out loud, it's going to give away the game. Fucking stupid shit. But now everything is upside down. We're trying to push the beach ball underwater. Today. I don't know why this beach ball thing bothers me the most. Because it's such a dis... It's such a meaningless... It's such a dumb metaphor. It's... It, like, doesn't support his argument. And he hasn't supported it either. It's... You have to... You have to already believe what he believes to, rot, to buy into this incredibly stupid metaphor. 
A. Male and female college students who, 50 years ago, lived in separate buildings and had supervised curfews, now share the same dorm rooms and even the same bathrooms. And sex, well, it's just another form of college entertainment. Wow. You know, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? It's like the only thing we have any real evidence for of getting like straight people to like do gay stuff. The only real evidence we have for anything that effectively makes that work is actually gender segregation. You know, you know, in, you know, like in prison or Spartan society where there was strict, constant gender segregation. It's pretty much the only time you hear about like large masses of the population being like, oh, no, they're doing the gay sex over there. Uh, is when there you have a strict, like, gender segregation. I'm not aware of any other situation where, where it it becomes that. I don't. I'm not aware of anything else that makes people go gay. Then you know, being like, you can't see pussy anymore ever. Well, I guess I'm gay now. Like, I, I that's the only thing I can think of. And I've done no research into that. I don't want you to think I'm doing what this guy's doing. Let's continue. Oh, wait, I forgot what I was going to say. Basically, he's just being like, man, these colleges where you go to get your education, ain't they just gross and sexual? Aren't they confused and backwards because they don't buy into very conservative, hierarchical sexual segregation politics? That's what he's saying. I just did it in a weird voice. It means nothing and has no consequences emotionally, psychologically, or physically. No one is arguing that. No one is, there is literally no one saying that casual sex does these things. Like, in all honesty, like, true, the, like, the true casual sex revolution died decades ago. Just, like, absolute decades. Do people still hook up? Do people still have some casual sex? Yes, but we're all pretty fucking cynical about it at this point. No one is out here going... Yeah, no, yeah, this casual sexual revolution thing is going great. Like, no one, I don't know if any, only only dumb pickup artists believe in that shit. You know, like, cas like people have casual sex. But I don't think that, only dumbasses don't believe that there are no consequences to casual sex. Only dumbasses. This is a dishonest argument. But certainly, as far as most women are concerned, this just isn't true. If women are more emotional, they can't have casual sex. Brother, from my sexual experience, women women are better at casual sex than me. Uh, I get I get emotionally attached easily. If sex doesn't mean anything, why would any woman feel violated by an uninvited touch? Oh my god. Oh my god. God, that, wow, 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 what, oh, wow, the, that's, whoo, that's a doozy of a dumb fuck argument, uh, that, that's, that, like, literally that argument takes consent out of the picture, that argument suggests that, hey, man, sex is no big deal. Here, let me stick my finger in your hoo-ha. I met you. Sir, we are on a bus. Like, wow. The dishonesty of this argument is mind-bending. Okay, you know, 
people can still believe in casual sex and not just want to be groped by strangers. Like that's that this false dichotomy that you're painting here is just flat out gross. Oh my God, Prager you. Do you think a man whose leg is touched by a woman he doesn't know feels as violated as a woman does when her leg is touched by a man she doesn't know? Okay, so that's an individual thing. They're going to feel individually different, men and women. And you know what? Some of the women might even be into it. Some of the men might be into it. But I'm going to let you in a secret. Men don't just want to be sexually propositioned at random. We think they do because men are like horny all the time. And we're like, yeah, oh, God, I got a nut. I got to get this nut out. And, and, and so we think we want sex with anyone. We think we do. But if we're put in the actual situation, it doesn't always play out that. I once got a chance to hook up with someone uh, over a weed dating app. Surprisingly few people on that app, by the way. Uh, but I, but, but this, this girl wanted me to, to come over to and, and hook up with her. And I was like, hey, I can't, I can't really go right now. Uh, what's she's like, no, but I'm in No, come over. I'm, I'm babysitting my nephew. And I was like, wait, you want me to come over and and, and, and have sex at the house where you're babysitting your nephew? I'm not going to lie. I did not feel comfortable with it. And when she said she couldn't video chat me, I began to think I was about to get robbed. The point is, is I had a moment where I could have just gotten that free nookie. And I was like, no, I don't feel comfortable with this situation. I'm going to back out of it. And so I did, not gracefully. But when someone offers you to have come over and have sex with them while they're babysitting their nephew, you're kind of like, oh, I don't feel bad about not. I don't feel bad about ghosting you. Uh, not only that, but I recently, you know, when surfing the internet for pornography, came across a video of, uh, of a woman masturbating on a subway next to a man. And like, just like, I don't know if she was drunk or on drugs or what, but literally this woman on, on the subway, she's clearly just going to town next to this guy. And she's like looking at him, looking at him the whole time. Just, just like she's like, she's playing a, like a, she's like, she's got a ukulele down her pants and she's go and she's strumming a solo. And the guy is clearly not comfortable. And the woman eventually like takes her hand and tries to reach over and put his hand in her pants. And the man's like, no, 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 what, what, no. So let me be clear here. And consent is important for men too. And no, I don't think that man on the, I mean, he could have been gay, but I'm going to be honest. I don't think he was. Uh, I mean, based on stereotypes. But he could have been. I don't know. And plus, that's anecdotal evidence. But the point is, is that, like, this is an individual thing. Not every man is going to be comfortable with strangers just groping him. If sex doesn't mean anything, why did Jennifer Lawrence say to The Hollywood Reporter after filming an intimate scene with her co-star Chris Pratt in the movie Passengers? I knew it was my job, but I couldn't tell my stomach that. That was the most vulnerable I've ever been. She felt... Fuck you, dude. You don't understand acting. You don't know what it's like to do an intimate scene. That, it, it, look, 
to to be intimate in a in a scene with a person, at, even if you're just kissing them on stage or whatever, you know that there's a level of vulnerability there, and it's being filmed. Like even like even the most casual sex people are like, let's go to the bedroom because you know this. Just be, oh my god, just oh my god, this is ridiculous. I didn't realize where this was going to go. Vulnerable in that scene but not in others, because she knows even acting out in a movie scene, sex is a big deal. Sex can be a big deal. I don't understand. Like, he's trying to create a false... He's trying to create false dichotomies here. And it just, like, I don't think he's had sex. That's one of the many reasons it has traditionally been confined to marriage. I should have, seen, I should have known that was coming. And why experience and research shows that sex within marriage is more satisfying emotionally, psychologically, and physically, not to mention spiritually. Than the study said it was spiritually? I don't know, man. I know a lot of hippies. I'm sure some of their, I don't know if they were all married. Sex outside of marriage. Anyone who tells you that men and women are basically the same and that sex means as little to women as it can to many men Sex is going to mean different things to people on an individual level. This, see, this is the thing: is that what Prager U puts forward is anti-individualist. All these types of arguments are designed to restrict the individual and to bring you back to the concept of a masculine-feminine hierarchy, which is the Matrix. And is not telling you the truth. They're making stuff up. They're pushing an agenda. Like this guy. This guy is pushing an agenda. He didn't provide any real data. He just threw out a bunch of nonsense. He made anecdotal arguments. He made incredibly dishonest fucking metaphors. He has an agenda. This man has an agenda. There's absolutely no fucking denying that this man has an agenda. Theirs. I feel comfortable acknowledging his gender because he is in a Prager U video. Not yours. So, trust Granny. Do not trust Granny. Do not. Do not. What the fuck? Unless your granny has a PhD, don't trust granny, okay? I'm sorry, you gotta have a, unless granny's got at least a, mass, a bachelor's, you know, don't trust granny. Back in my day, a man could, could throw you down the stairs and that was just called an abortion. Thanks, grandma. Go back. Go back in your room. That's not my grandma. That's his grandma, not mine. Trust common sense and... Remember the beach ball. Don't trust education. Think about this beach ball example, which is total nonsense in this argument. I'm Sean McDowell, Associate Professor of Theology and Philosophy at Biola University for Prager University. Oh, he's a philosopher? No wonder he makes such dishonest arguments. Thank you for watching this video. Get fucked. Okay. Now I'm just tired, okay? Now I'm just tired. I'm just tired because oh, I gotta sum it up somehow. I gotta sum it up. I gotta sum it up. I feel feel like I've made my point. And if I haven't made my point, please reach out to me via my email at rubenuncut at gmail.com. You can also find me on the Twitter at Son of Hippies. And you can also find me on Facebook at Ruben R. Ryan. Uh, that's my comedian page. You, don't friend me on Facebook, okay? You can you can follow my comedian page. If I didn't meet you in real life, don't don't friend me on Facebook, weirdo.
I love you for listening, but come on, Jesus. Boundaries. If I'm already friends with you on Facebook before this, obviously I still want to be friends with you on Facebook. I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted, okay? The point is, is that they're distorting the concepts of equality and deferring to the concepts of hierarchy. And in a free and equal society where all men are created equal, there is no hierarchy. That is by definition. We don't have hierarchy in America. We have checks and balances that protect us from hierarchy. Or at least they're supposed to. They don't always work great because, you know, systemic issues. But in this society, the entire point is that you as an individual are supposed to be able to make your own choices as to how you live your life. And that's the, that's the equality. The equity comes in where we find out what we need to help the most people possible achieve those life goals and are not held back by things that should not hold them back in a society without hierarchy. God bless freedom. God bless America. Fuck the hierarchy. Pray you can get fucked. And fuck Jordan Peterson and Andrew Tate and all the other motherfuckers out here trying to convince you that men and women aren't equal. Because, bitch, we are. Because this is America. And what equal means is I don't get to tell you how to live your motherfucking life. Regardless of if you can make babies or not. Fuck the eugenicists. Fuck Jordan Peterson. Fuck them all. Except don't fuck them. Like not, don't literally have sex with them. They would, they would probably like that because they're angry because no one's having sex with them. That's the, that's the other side of it. Okay. Well, thank you for listening. Um, please, uh, like subscribe, follow, do whatever it is that you do on your, uh, podcast, uh, thingamabob. Get me up in the algorithm, bitches. Peace. And we're back on the Manly McManly show. Uh, we just had a caller during the break who asked a very important question, which was, is it gay to play the wet biscuit game? Let me be honest with you. Absolutely 100% not. It is not at all gay to stand in a room with a bunch of other jacked, muscly, oiled up dudes. And then all of you jerk off on a biscuit. The last one who finishes to jerk off has to eat the biscuit. Now I know what you're saying. That seems pretty gay to me. Well, let me tell you right now, brother. That's not gay. No, eating jizz isn't gay. Jesus, Jesus is high in protein, and it raises your testosterone. And let's remember, everyone, testosterone is the greatest chemical ever conceived. So no, not gay at all. Not nearly as gay as having sex with a woman out of wedlock. <laughs>